The Perfect Pet by Margie Palatini, illustrated by Bruce Watley. Elizabeth really, really, really wanted a pet. Her parents really, really, really did not. They gave her a plant instead. Mind you, it was a very good-looking plant, as cactus plants go, and it had quite a prickly sense of humor. Elizabeth named it Carolyn, which seemed to suit it just fine. It was absolutely no trouble, and it was a very good listener. Snuggling was a bit of a challenge. However, Elizabeth did manage a quick hug now and then. Elizabeth really, really did like the plant, but she still really, really, really wanted a pet. And she had a plan. The element of surprise. So, how about a horse? Huh? What? Who? said father. Who? What? Huh? said mother. I could ride it, give it carrots, lumps of sugar. A horse would be the perfect pet, what'd you say? Father yawned. A horse is too big, mother sighed. Our yard is too small. Why, it would eat us out of house and home, said father. A horse is not quite perfect, dear, said mother, going back to sleep. Not quite perfect, said father, sleepily. Scratch the horse. Catch them off guard. What about a dog? Huh? What? Who? said father as he stood in front of the mirror shaving. Who? What? Huh? said mother, peeking from behind the shower curtain and dripping soapy water. I could take it for walks, teach it tricks, feed it treats, play fetch. A dog would be the perfect pet. What'd you think? Father spit shaving cream. Dogs bark. They're much too loud. Mother grabbed a towel. They jump all over the furniture. A dog is not quite perfect, Elizabeth, said father as he shaved. Not quite perfect, called mother from the shower. Forget Fido. The full stomach. Burp. You know what would hit the spot right after now? Asked Elizabeth. I'm thinking a cat. Huh? What? Who? Said father. Who? What? Huh? Said mother. A cat would lick the plates, curl up in my lap, drink leftover milk, and we'd always know what to do with all that extra string. A cat would be the perfect pet. So, how about it? Father picked up the newspaper. Cats scratch. Mother cleared the table. Cats shed all over. A cat is definitely not the perfect pet, said father. Achoo, I'm sneezing already, said mother. Cross off kitty. Go for broke. How about a bird? Bunny? Turtle? Fish? Guinea pig? Rat? Any? All? Take your pick, said Elizabeth. Her parents looked at each other. Nope, afraid not, not quite, too fishy. Uh Uh-uh, don't even go there. What's left? 
moaned Elizabeth. Doug. Elizabeth was thinking she would never, ever find the really, really, really perfect pet. When, what do you know, she really, really did. In fact, she almost stepped on it, right there on her rug above. Elizabeth picked him up. She held him in her hand, looked him in the eyes. He wasn't too big. He most definitely was not too loud. He couldn't jump on the furniture, didn't scratch, didn't shed, and how much food could he possibly eat? He was the perfect pet. Caroline totally agreed. Snug. Doug moved right into the lovely house in the corner of Elizabeth's room. It had everything a bug could possibly want and more, including his very own cactus plant, as Carolyn was only a hop, skip, and jump away. He truly enjoyed sunning himself in her sand. Of course, Elizabeth provided him with enough crumbs to satisfy any growing bug's appetite. As expected, their relationship was a tad different than usual. Doug could not give Elizabeth a pony ride. She could not take him for a walk. He could not catch a ball or fetch, no matter how many times they practiced. And try as he might, Doug just couldn't get the hang of playing with string. But he was very helpful with homework. He always knew where to put a decimal or a period. And he loved snuggling up with Elizabeth each night for a story. What more could you ask? He was perfect. Unsnugged. With all those crumbs and plenty of sun, Doug grew by leaps and bounds. He was one big healthy bug and then some. The only trouble really, really, really came one Saturday morning, many weeks later. Elizabeth's mother came into our bedroom to get the laundry. There's a bug in that bed, she screamed. A bug, shouted father, ready to swat. That's Doug, said Elizabeth very protectively. He's my pet. Her parents looked at each other. Pet? Pet, said Elizabeth, just like you wanted. He's not big like a horse. He isn't loud like a dog. He doesn't jump on furniture, scratch, or shed, and he hardly eats a thing. But a bug? asked father. A bug? repeated mother. Doug, said Elizabeth, and he's perfect. One big happy family. Think we should have said yes to the dog? whispered father to mother. Mother shrugged. I don't know. We have more room on the couch with the bug. Elizabeth smiled and tossed Doug a piece of popcorn. Puppy Mudge Wants to Play by Cynthia Ryland. Illustrated by Susie Stevenson. This is Henry's puppy, Mudge. Mudge wants to play. Henry is reading. Henry does not want to play. Mudge cannot read. 
Mudge wants to play. Mudge pulls off Henry's sock. Aw, Mudge, says Henry. Henry reads. Mudge chews up Henry's laces. Aw, Mudge, says Henry. Henry reads. Mudge sits on Henry's foot. Mudge sits on Henry's lap. Mudge sits on Henry's book. Mudge looks at Henry. Mudge looks and looks and looks at Henry. Mudge asks Henry, do you want to play? Mudge jumps. Mudge dances. Mudge goes round and round. Mudge wants to play. So they do. Morris Goes to School by B. Wiseman Morris the Moose wanted candy. He went to the wrong store. The man in the store said, We don't sell candy. Can't you read? Then he showed Morris the candy store. The man in the candy store said, What would you like? Morris looked at the candy. He liked the gumdrops. He said, Give me some of those. The man said, they are one for a penny. How much money do you have? Morris looked. He had six pennies. I have four pennies, he said. The man laughed. You have six. Can't you count? Don't you go to school? Morris asked, what is school? The man said, I will show you, but first here are six gumdrops. They are one for a penny, and you have six pennies. Then the man took Morris to school. The children said, Oh, look, a real moose. The teacher said, Hello, my name is Miss Fine. The man said, He never went to school. Morris could not say anything. His mouth was full of gumdrops. Morris swallowed the gumdrops. Then he said, My name is Morris the Moose. I want to learn to count. I want to learn to read, too. I like candy. Miss Fine said, Hello, Morris. Welcome to our class. Please sit at a desk. Morris tried, but he didn't fit. He had to sit on top of the desk. We will now study the alphabet, said Miss Fine. This is an A. This is a B. Morris hid under the desk. He yelled, where is the B? I'm afraid of bees. They sting. Miss Fine said, I meant the letter B. This one here. It doesn't sting. Then Miss Fine said, and next there is C. Oh, I like the sea, Morris said. I love to swim. No, no, said Miss Fine. I meant the letter C, this one here. And next, Miss Fine said, there is D and E and F, G, H, I. Morris yelled, I have an I. I have two of them.
Miss Fine said, I meant the letter I. Morris, please don't interrupt again. Morris didn't. Morris couldn't. Morris wasn't there. He had to leave the room. One door said boys. One door said girls. Morris couldn't read yet. He opened the wrong door. A girl cried, stop, you can't come in here. This is for girls. The other one is for boys. Morris told Miss Fine, there is no door for a moose. Miss Fine put up a sign. When Morris came back, Miss Fine said, now we will spell. Cat is spelled C-A-T. Dog is spelled D-O-G. Morris looked sad. What is the matter, Morris? Asked Miss Fine. Morris said, you didn't spell moose. Can anyone spell moose? Asked Miss Fine. A boy said, M-O-S-E. A girl said, no, no, it is M-O-S-E. O-O-C-E. You are both wrong, said Miss Fine. It is spelled M-O-O-S-E. Morris said, oh, I am hard to spell. Miss Fine said, I think it is time for lunch. The children opened their lunch boxes. Some of them had cheese sandwiches. Some had cream cheese and jelly sandwiches. Some had hamburgers. Each of them had a piece of fruit, but Morris had nothing. He ate lunch anyway. After lunch, the children played. Some played ball and some jumped rope. Morris did both at the same time. Miss Fine said, children, now it is time to rest. The children rested on their desks. Morris tried, but he was too big. Miss Fine let him use her desk. When rest time was over, Miss Fine said, wake up, wake up. It is time to finger paint. Morris said, I will hoof paint. You can tell which painting he did. Miss Fine said, now we will study arithmetic. Who would like to count? A boy counted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. No, no, said Miss Fine. Who knows what comes after eight? Morris said, I know, bedtime. Nine is the answer, said Miss Fine. Nine comes after eight. Who knows what comes after nine? A girl counted on her fingers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, she said. Ten comes after nine. Miss Fine said, that's right. Morris looked sad. What is the matter, Morris? asked Miss Fine. Morris held up his hoofs. 
I can only count to four, he said. Miss Fine said, you can count higher than that. I will show you. She counted on Morris's hoofs. One, two, three, four. Then she counted on Morris's antlers. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Morris said, I like to count. I will never wear a hat. Miss Fine said, now I think it is time to sing a song. What is a song? Morris asked. Miss Fine said, I will show you. She sang. I've been working on the railroad. What is a railroad? Morris asked. A railroad has tracks, said Miss Fine. They look like this. Oh, I know what tracks are, Morris said. Firemen climb them. No, no, said Miss Fine. Firemen climb ladders. Ladders go up like this. Morris said, let's sing another song. I'm learning a lot. Miss Fine said, no. We just have time for a game. Let's play make-believe. A girl said, I am a tree. A boy said, I am a monkey. Another boy said, I am a moose. Morris and the children laughed. Morris went to the cloak closet. He said, I am a coat closet. The children laughed again. Miss Fine laughed too. Then the school bell rang. Morris asked, is that the ice cream man? Miss Fine said, no, it is time to go home. Morris gave the children their coats. The children and Morris said, goodbye, Miss Fine. Miss Fine said, I will see you all tomorrow. Morris ran to the forest. He took money from his hiding place. He wanted candy. This time, he went to the right store. He said, hello, I want some gumdrops, please. The man said, hello, they are one for a penny. How much money do you have? Morris looked. He had five pennies. I have five pennies, he said. Give me five gumdrops, please. The man gave Morris the gumdrops. He said, you have learned arithmetic. What else have you learned in school? Morris said, I learned how to hoof paint. I learned how to spell moose. I learned how to be a clothes closet. And I learned all the numbers in the alphabet. The man said, you mean all the letters, don't you? Morris wanted to say yes. Morris tried to say yes, but Morris couldn't. His mouth was full of gumdrops.